back for day two. We didn't die. Look at that. Welcome to Thrones and Scones, your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones over some scrumptious breakfast. It's Tony, Hans, and Jeremy in with you today. Hitting season one, episode two, The King's Road, and Orange. Boys, welcome back. Happy Tuesday. What is up? Salute to all you viewers. All four of you. <laughs> all four of you. All, <laughs> all, that might be a, a assuming a lot. Yeah, are you assuming, are you assuming we're three of them? Because then maybe that's more valid. Hey, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You say it as a joke, but I'm pretty sure that's like 50% of our audience. No, hilariously, my mom would have no idea what a podcast yeah, is. My She's mom, like, my mom, my mom would not listen to this garbage. <laughs> She's like, you sound, you sound sickly, Jeremy. Did you take some vitamin C? Oh, yes, mother, I did. Yeah, I, have plenty more, of- I have more respect for my mother than to, than to subject her to this. <laughs> <laughs> I apparently hate my parents because I forced them to do it. But that's all good. It's, oh, we're, we're hitting season one, episode two. It's called The King's Road today. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into this. I, I want to hit right off the gate. Um, and I didn't know they did this. I can't believe I hadn't realized it um, the last couple seasons. They went back and added the previously on to the old episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because they started that in like season four or five. And I know a lot of people like it because it is a very confusing show. I hate it because it spoils what's going to happen in the episode by bringing the relevant shit back. Yeah. Um, and this one's fine because there's one episode to go back on. But it's just, oh, yeah, pr- previously on. And then here's all the stuff that you're going to need to know so you can pretty much make out what's happening. Agreed. Yeah, it, it, it it's definitely like it just sets up. It just like it outlines the episode basically because – it gets worse down the road. In the first couple episodes, yeah. I don't mind it. But again, I mean, at this point, who's not binging this stuff, right? That's so, true. It's a good point. And, and we, we're kind of being those people right now that like can't be happy either way. Because last episode, we literally talked about how it <laughs> opens so confusing and there's so much to remember. And this is like a fix to that. And now we're like, go oh, fuck yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. But speaking of, speaking of the opening, is it a little weird to not open on Bran? Yeah, I mean, it leaves you so kind of like, where are we going with this? Um, And uh, I mean, who who would have any idea that he's not dead, right? It's just like... eh. Which, maybe it's a smart idea. I mean, the the payoff is good and they work it into the other storylines, but it seems odd. It seems odd. Yeah, and he looks he looks amazing for falling what thirty five feet probably I mean like yeah. there's like no no like head wound to no blood it's just like oh I'm chilling I'm just in a yeah. you know in this like sleep state right now yeah same old dorky haircut <laughs> hey you hey, you watch he's it bringing now. it back what a terrible <laughs> just what a horrible horrible haircut it's such a uh, I wonder if people stopped watching after the first two episodes or something like in mass. Because all of the memes I think we've already hit. The winter is coming, yes. Ned meme scene has been hit. The Joffrey slap was brought to us in this episode. He's such a little and bitch. We, but wait, is he though? I mean, he's annoying in that scene, but it's almost it's almost shitty because we don't get the payoff of him being an actual prick before he gets slapped. He's just kind of like a, an annoying kid. Right. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. that slap is only super satisfying because we know what he becomes. Oh. I know. Yeah. I just realized. But, um, I just realized I have to write better notes on my episodes because I'm looking at my notes trying to remember. Because I, I did. I, I will admit I binged pretty hard on these, uh, on these yeah. episodes. Um, and, I, and I was just writing some notes and I was trying to remember exactly. You know, season one, or season two, or I'm sorry, episode two versus episode one versus episode three, and just kind of seeing where things 
fell off. Uh, trying to remember, and I have a note, and I remembered. I was like, oh yeah, Tyr- I was like Tyrion did slap Prince Joffrey. And I was looking at my notes, and I just have a uh, one note, and all it says is slapped a bitch. <laughs> 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 apparently, I was just assuming I would remember what that meant. <laughs> You're like, yeah, of course. How could I forget? <laughs> Who else would you be referring to? <laughs> <laughs> So the Kings wrote a good episode, though, Hans. What did you like? What did you What did you think could be better? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I binge pretty hard. So I'm I'm trying to remember exactly episode two versus the other episodes. Uh, I remember episode two did back off a bit. Episode one was was so heavy on the character introductions and things. It was nice sure. to just sit and and watch some story unfold. So I did like that part. Uh, I think my. I think one of my one of the one of the things I really liked about the episode was actually getting a little bit of character development, seeing Jon Snow talk to Arya again, seeing Tyrion interact uh, with Prince Joffrey. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. Getting a lot more Ned Stark. Um, I did think it was weird that they left on such a cliffhanger and then not to open on Bran was bizarre. Yeah, I mm-hmm. forgot about that. And it was, I mean, like, ultimately, I know what happened, so I wasn't, you know, wasn't at the edge of my seat or anything by any means. But I did think that was kind of strange. Yeah, overall, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Uh, it seemed like, you know, when I was thinking, when I first watched it, I, I didn't, it didn't seem like a lot happened, but I think that was just because the first episode was so big. Sure. That it made watching. I watched it right back to back, and it made the second episode seem. It made the second episode, uh, at that time, fall a little flat. But as I'm reading back through the notes, I, I, you know, it had a lot of good stuff in there. So overall, I think I thought it was a thought it was a solid episode. Jeremy, what'd you think? Uh, yeah. So right from the beginning in this episode, I thought uh, I agree. It's um, it kind of comes in and it kind of punches you uh, in the mouth again because you're thinking, all right, where are we? Bran fell. Like I said, a, a large distance. He should be dead. Uh, we're kind of wondering about that. As it develops, you find out he's coming back. My probably my favorite part was with the direwolf, right? Like saving him from the assassin. Because they're already making these direwolves kind of like be like these protectors. And I thought that was a cool idea. Um, and then uh, I would say also when you see the wall for the first time, right? So we're, we're getting an idea. We're getting a spatial kind of idea where people are going. You hear people going north. You hear people going east and west. And you want to know like how does that lay out for the land when we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. the different cities. Uh, one of the other things I thought was cool with Danny, um, you know, she's obviously in a shitty situation. She's forcing this marriage. She's having rapey sex, right? She's uncomfortable mm-hmm. with that. Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like rapey sex? Uh, clearly, it happens a lot in this uh, lovely town. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, and then of course, who does she get advice from to please her man? A prostitute, because they. I mean, okay, like everyone. There's no way that. There's no way that that's this episode, is it? Yeah, right? Isn't that where... I don't think so. I think that's an episode or two ahead. Right? No, that's no. that's this episode. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. isn't that yeah, where I... she talks to... Uh, I can't think of their name. Like Bullshit. That, that, the maid, the... the um... What's her name? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I anyway, know what you're talking so about. So she tells her, like, you know, essentially, like, stop being a slave and have sex this way or something. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Things happen faster in the first season than I remember. Yeah, no. Uh, so I think that was the thing. Of course, the probably the part I didn't uh, like is Ned being, you know, a pussy and killing um, his other, uh, the other daughter's direwolf at the end, you know, kind of like, it, I mean, it ends that way, which is just heart-wrenching for me because I, I wouldn't have thought he would have been that person but again you know with the politics of this 
of this show, it's like it really kind of settles kind of the future, what we're going to deal with. So it's cool. It, it sets up his, his character really nicely in a way that it's like not only is he is he so family forward, but there's that sense of honor where it's like yeah. even the shitty things that he does, yeah. at least he's doing and he's going through. And, they, and they've talked about that before. But it brings me to a little bit of a blip in the episode, I thought. And you could explain it away, but I'm curious as to your thoughts about it. Does Ned know that either he or John is going to die? Because Ned's not the type to, like, lie. And even though he does lie about this exact thing to Robert later in the episode, yeah. I'm not sure he would do it to his son when he says, you know, we'll, we'll talk about your mother the next time I see you. When he hasn't even shared the secret of, of who his mother is or said anything about her to his wife, to anybody in 17 years. Right. So does he know that something's going to go down? Like, how much forward thinking is Ned going? So I don't, I took, I didn't necessarily take that as the fact that he was going to die. I just was wondering if, you know... I obviously he said that because he I thought he didn't he thought he wasn't going to see John again or at least for not for a mm. ridiculously long time. Part of it I think you can write off to the fact that John's going to the wall, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. he might you know he might just be assuming for for better or for worse that John would is going to die. die at the wall or John's <laughs> yeah. not going to sure. leave the wall or that Ned might not go visit the wall, right? So I mean I think yeah. that there's I think that there's that component of it, but um, but I don't know. I think talk about some hard-hitting foreshadowing. <laughs> some foreplay, as yeah, I think Jeremy foreplay. would say in the last episode. It's all foreplay. <laughs> yeah. um, Jeremy, I do want to. I want to draw on your book knowledge as well. Jeremy and I have read the books. Hans is a scrub and has not. No. Um, so, isn't Tyrion hated by pretty much everyone? Like he's he's viewed as this grotesque sort of being. And I know he's like a lot uglier in the books. And Peter Dinklage is a gorgeous human being, so it's it's hard to do what you can to Tyrion now. But it seems like it's only like everyone jokes around about him being like an imp and stuff but at the moment really only Cersei hates him right well I mean you you definitely get a sensation um, especially and this is probably I think in the next episode when he tells John of like you know know your place understand that you know you are the bastard son and he, and he's like well you know you're not a bastard son he's like come on like look at me like clearly despite me having the bloodline i'm always going to be considered the weakling the bastard all those things and um yeah tyranny's one of those characters who i think is hard um in the beginning to kind of understand because he's very crafty he he says his mind's his greatest weapon and i think that really comes to fruition in the next couple of episodes where you start to see that look everything he's doing has meaning has cause and mm. he 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 is very loyal and I think that's where a lot of people are going to misunderstand him in the first in the first season is they're going to think, well, I thought he because he, I mean, everyone's betraying everyone in the show. Right. So they're going to be like, well, sure. where, where's his loyalty lies? And I think that that story that kind of it, that's told in Game of Thrones, especially in the book, is so good uh, understanding his complexities and why he's doing the things he's doing. Um, and of course, Caitlin, right, just thinks he's a pos and we we'll talk about that in a minute about why um with the assassin and and then the the origin of the blade and all those things but i feel like yeah. um he also i think he, he wants kind of like the the entire kingdom to kind of find its place and he's he he sees a lot of this deceit and i, and I swear he he's already starting to kind of like especially in the in the in the third episode start to get his alliances for the upcoming war before everyone else is even aware of the war that's happening it's a good point i 
I, Tyrion, they're really setting up to be like kind of our golden, our golden boy throughout. Like you can already kind of tell, and again, we know what happens mm-hmm. is that like, oh yeah, Tyrion's going to be the relatable guy, mm-hmm. and I feel like you just don't really get that one aspect of his personality that downtrodden inside until they introduce Tywin later. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. And then, uh, but, uh, what? So we've talked about Jeffrey. I mean, we've 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 made the comment on his name is Joffrey. Sorry, Joffrey. My bad. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking. Prince, I'm Prince Jeffrey. Yeah, he's kind of a little bitch, so it doesn't really matter. Um, what did you think of uh, of the the part with uh, the sword play when he's uh, you know just cutting the like the butcher's kid or whatever, and then ends up having then the hound. Uh, essentially run him over. It's like the thing that you wish would have happened earlier so that when he gets slapped in the face oh. that you're like, oh, yes, daddy. But no, uh, it's such a it's such a moment, and I do have that. It's it's my I find that the end of the episodes are really kind of golden points for me. I loved that point because it sets up your hatred for Joffrey being a prick. Yeah. But it also, like, this is the moment that Arya became my favorite character oh, yeah. and Sansa became my least favorite yeah. character. Yeah, the needle and Arya is just, you know, and the, the sword play in the future and how she just becomes such a badass. It's just, it's it's awesome. So, really, really cool. Yeah, um, yeah so well, we're talking about then, uh, you know, the direwolves again. You know, what do you think how that plays into... Uh, the connection of family. Where do you see that going? It's interesting. I mean, I forget how much, <laughs> how much foreplay, how much foreshadowing is really involved here. Because at, I mean, the very end here, you're seeing uh, when Ned executes Lady, as it were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, seeing that, seeing that um, scene with Bran waking up. I forgot about that. Yep. Which is cool. Um, so I like that. There's already this this thing of. You know that that war mentality. Not to spoil it too far ahead, yeah. but but doing that. Um, the the wolves are interesting. Now, of course, we're two wolves down already. Yeah, episode two. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, what's your your most favorite bit of the episode, guys? I'll uh I'll kick it off. My my favorite part. I might have a tie here. I'm I'm having a hard time deciding an exact favorite part. I have two parts I really really love in this episode. Number one being, uh, and I think this one in the long term, this one falls back just a bit but it kind of plays into my worst part of my episode too, so work with me here. Uh, number number one of them being the dire, work, dire wolf just fucking up that assassin. Oh, that was ugh. badass. It's gorgeous. Comes out of Road nowhere. Done. It was so, what a, what a, what a, how awesome, right? Uh, and then, uh, but I think that, that probably falls second to John giving Arya needle or giving Arya the sword. Yep. Yeah. And yep. I, I think if if you just take the episode as a whole, the direwolf scene is probably my favorite. But knowing what we know now, it's hard not to it's hard not to think that that is just so awesome when John gives Arya that sword and and all the uh, all the things to come. <laughs> so what did you? I mean, what did you hate about the episode? Yeah. So my worst scene. I think I think this goes without saying. The worst scene is when Ned has to kill Lady. You think it's the? You don't think it's a? I think that's a great bit of like oh, character no, development, yeah. even though it's stupid as hell. No, I just I hated it. I think it makes sense. You're I such get a that they I get that they had to do it or whatever for character development, but they could have done something else. Die, die wolves for life, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, so just in my notes from the the needle when that's introduced and how how that's gonna play in the next couple of episodes and and see the development of, of her into this badass and the future. It's just so cool with her. Um, and then, so for me, I, I, I just, 
it bothered me when I first watched it and I saw the hound, you know, with the boy over the uh, over that. And I knew, you know, that he had just just been trampled on. And I think even um, uh, Ned makes a comment on um, no one prays for him at all. You know, no one pray for the butcher boy. You have to remember, like, the, and that's why I think Game of Thrones is cool, is they can take such insignificant characters and really make them have profound moments. And, and that really yeah. stuck with me. More, more so than the actual loss of Lady. So, so really, because I, I find it the opposite. I thought that the way that they set up Killing Lady and then just kind of, and, and I actually kind of like this component of it and how they did it, but they really just kind of played off the Butcher's Boy death. Like they just, they just, they didn't show it. Obviously they didn't, they just kind of, they just had him dead on the horse and just kind of, inter- and just, it was kind of a one-off almost. And I, and I don't think that that's bad. I think that that kind of goes in line with how they're trying to make, you know, the, the really dichotomy between the royalty and the, you know, the butcher's son, right? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that was kind of the aspect they took. And, but I think it's just, it's kind of funny that they made such a big deal out of the wolf dying and they really it's just interesting. didn't didn't make any big deal about the butcher's boy dying like if you were really paying attention to the episode you could easily have missed that the butcher boy even died because until they yeah. talk about it later because it was such a quick one-off it was just like one quick conversation ned makes a little comment and that was it but even ned who they are setting up to say as like oh you know ned's got this moral thing because he's the one i think it's in the next episode actually but who says like oh you should have said a prayer for the butcher right, right, right. yeah. yep. aria is the only one that calls him micah like yeah. ned doesn't even call him by name yeah so it kind of sets up that thing of like oh yes ned is a caring individual but he is still ingrained in this like classed society right, right. Right. No, but I, I think that this is leading to Arya to being, you know, you're watching her lose her, her kind of like child immaturity mm-hmm. or, or um, what is the word I want to use? Uh, naivety. Like naivety. Yeah. And innocence. Right. She gets it. She, I mean, she's given a sword. Right. She's like, wait a minute. I'm I'm this I'm this young woman. What do I have a role with this? And yeah, he's like, no, look, you're going to need to learn how to use this and use it well. And he kind of gets that this, you know, Joffrey bring the dick that he is like with the small cuts on, on Micah's face. And it's like, you know, and, you know, he's just placating this entire thing. He's just showing his power. And and I think that she sees that and is going to, you know, kind of understand what that means now for her. Yeah, I'm disappointed, you guys that you didn't touch on this because this is my least favorite part of the episode by a mile and a half. And it's that I I understand Catelyn Stark (laughs) thinking that there was something hinky going on. She got that letter. She she doesn't trust the Lannisters anymore. There's a lot of circumstances going on. Bran never falls. Fine, I get it. I get that. (laughs) But Catelyn Stark, or as I guess she is, you know, Batman now, the world's greatest detective, <laughs> oh, going yeah. up to this tower and finding a single blonde hair and going, hmm, mm. <laughs> and then convening this secret meeting to be like, yeah. I know what's happening here. I'm going to ride a month away, uh, away from my dying son to, to focus on this because of this one hair that I found in this tower that's abandoned. Yeah. Totally that believable. Was, okay, so <laughs> to- I totally believable. That is a good point. I, I, I think that that part was so ridiculous that I just had removed it from my memory <laughs> <laughs> subconsciously because i mean it it was ridiculous because like what is she gonna do she's gonna take it to she's gonna go get fingerprints she's gonna go get dna samples with that little piece of hair like how is she i mean what what does that have to do with anything <laughs> like just because it's a blonde hair that's that's her definitive yeah. proof it could it must it, be it could have fallen off her own head right i mean like it could have been there on the yeah. ground anyway so yeah and I'll tell you I mean, what, I, blind, find, yeah. I find lighter colored hairs in my brown hair. 
So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. The uh, I think we hit the good. I think we hit the bad, folks. The jugglies for this episode, of course. Um, just just one round of them, but not. No, I'm not upset about that. We got a little uh, Danny action. We yeah. got a little Drogo booty as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Drogo booty. Dro- Drogo's. It. Let me. T- I'll tell you, Drogo's ripped, man. He is. He's in shape for this. That's a, that's a jacked dude. Aquaman's I forget how much. Tight. Yeah. Aquaman's <laughs> looking, looking very good. I forget how much I miss him in this. Uh, he is. He's really in his element in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. 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 Uh, so <laughs> sort of dies. Let, uh, unless anyone else has any comments on the jugglies, uh, I have a question for you guys. Knowing so, try and be focused on the first two episodes i know it's hard mm-hmm. so obviously you're not we're not going to remove all prior knowledge to all the rest that goes on but with sure. so many characters being introduced in the first two episodes not a lot of not a ton of character development yet what is your favorite character so far you can give me and a, i know this you can give me a top three if you want or you can just go top one i i will say um and i only say this because i know that it's a favorite way down the road when it really falls off for me. Mm-hmm. I've never related to this character, but in the first two episodes, I'm finding a lot to like about Danny. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think Daenerys is really hitting for me where she's at currently, and I like what she does, but she becomes she goes farther and farther down the list for me as the show goes on. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I, I thought I don't know if we've had an for me at least. I don't know if we've had enough Danny yet. Because I feel like she's she's good. She's very. She, they make her very likable, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's just she hasn't. I don't know if she's done much. They just don't spend a lot of time on her really yet in the first two episodes for me. I, I don't. Not saying she wouldn't yeah. make my top three. I think she probably would. Um, but for my top, uh, I think my favorite character so far. He hurt me with the lady thing, but I think Ned Stark <laughs> is. You know, yeah. I'm going with kind of the the obvious player, the obvious choice here. Yep. He's, Ned's my number two. He's. I just Sean Bean is so good. Yeah, he is. Like how he's just so good. Jeremy. Uh, yeah. So it's funny because my my top two were, were Ned and Danny. So um, I'll have to move on to my my third, and that would probably be I I, I like Caitlin. Um, I, I like that she is kind of like uh, what Catelyn. Catelyn? My bad. Yeah. Why do I call her Caitlin? It's because you read the books. Yeah. yeah. They're they're and it's like Jeffrey like and Caitlin are just. Jeffrey and Caitlin are just in my head. In <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like a yeah. Anyway, it's so. like the Harry Potter thing. It's like the Harry Potter thing oh. where I, I saw the first movie and I'm like, wait, are you telling me her name is not Hermione? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me it's not Hermione? <laughs> it's not Hermione. Well, oh. they should have told me. Um, yeah, no, I, I just, I, I mean, so I like Ned a lot, especially in the first two episodes. You really get an idea of the guilt and the pressure he's dealing with, and then. And then seeing kind of like what uh, what Catelyn's going through, and then with her son, I don't know. It, it's it's what draws me in. And now knowing that she's going, you know, traveling to tell the world that this is all hogwash and all those things, I, it it, it keeps you going. So it's good. It, yeah, I think that that's a good choice. I'm I wouldn't put Catelyn on my top three, but if ever I were to say that she's one of my favorite characters, it would have to be now because I hate her later. Catelyn's a bitch. <laughs> She's she's supposed to be right. It's it's this thing of um, and again I don't think it's bad storytelling. I think they do a pretty good job. But there are those pity storylines that don't work as well as some others. Like right now, I think Danny's got the good pity storyline going, yeah. and then later down oh, the yeah. road Nailing. with Catelyn, and then beyond that with Sansa. And I think mm-hmm. Sansa's turns into a very good arc. But I just hate it for a while. Yeah, I know we're running a little long on this one, but who was your third? Forgot 
I forgot how much. This is not one of my favorite characters by any means. Or I'm <laughs> off that. I forgot Sansa just having just crushing hard on Joffrey. So hard. What a world she's gonna. Come yeah, is this to where is this where uh, where Joffrey is told by his uh, his mom like you know the whole it's the enemy they're not with us or against us or is that in the next episode? It's, uh, I think it's in the. Oh no, it's the next episode. It's my it's first episode. Note. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of the the, the, the things that the. I look forward she wants to that fine prince. <laughs> We're gonna get into a lot of. Uh, how that derails, of course, in the next few episodes. But with the thrones done, of course, the scones must have their infinite place. Uh, Jeremy's got the scone today. It's it's orange, yes? Yes, yes. Uh, from Panera, which, by the way, uh, shout out, you know, North Fairfield, Dayton. What? Craft Bakery. <laughs> Craft Bakery. Only yeah. the finest I think there's orange. a couple around here. Yeah, you can, you can find them uh, occasionally if you're in the right spot. Jeremy, orange scone. I mean, what do you think? Oh, it's buttery. It's delicious. Um, I would say you, you All right, dip great. It. We're out of time yep. for that. Thank and, you very uh, much. Uh, you can catch us tomorrow, of course, when we're going to hit season one, episode three. If you want to hit up our social media, you can find us at Thrones and Scones on Facebook, Twitter, and the old Instagram to see pictures of these delicious bad boys. Keep up with us at thronesandscones.com for the next episode, and we'll catch you tomorrow for uh, season one, episode three. Boys, you're down with GOT. You know me. Uh, I, I loved the Harry Potter comment about Oh Hermione. God, Hermione! That's <laughs> so funny. I uh, um, I feel like the same thing though because when I was when I'm reading and I see you know I see uh, I see my notes and I'm like it's so funny because then I, I watch I watch Harry Potter and I hear Harry Potter <laughs> and then I go okay good I go okay good I nailed it. <laughs> 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 that's exactly what I thought it sounded. Harry Potter.